everybody. Thank you for joining me on the Tell Me More podcast. So we are on week one million of the quarantine. Everybody's at home. We don't really see our friends. I hope you guys are doing okay listening to podcasts and entertaining yourselves as best as you can. The weather is turning around, so we're actually able to get outside. I can tell everybody's mood is sort of changing, myself included. It's really nice to actually see the sunshine and be able to sit outside and just feel the warmth. It's awesome. Um, The kids have been having a good time playing, riding bikes and stuff. McKenna is killing it on her bike, like with her little training wheels. We actually today just went on a pretty long bike ride with the kids. And it was cool that like all four of us could actually be on our bikes riding. This week we've been doing the like Kenna rides. I chase after her. Colton and Karsten are both on their rollerblades. And it's been, I don't know how I got suckered into like having nothing. I just literally chase her because at first she was slow that it it was fine. But now she actually knows how to go fast. So I'm literally just like jogging around the block while everybody else is on wheels. So we decided today that we would all get on our bikes and go for a ride. We rode over to this nice path and did that. And it was actually really nice. There's a ton of people out though. So I get that whole like, are we supposed to be doing this? There's so many people here. Like, how do you stay away from them on the pass? It's kind of a nightmare. I think we're all just in this whole, like, what do we do? What's okay? What's not okay? Even there was a little park bench that we sat on and had a little snack. And I'm thinking, we're probably not supposed to be doing this because you're not supposed to be touching the bench and all that stuff. So I don't know. I wonder what you guys are all doing to stay busy and entertain your families. Yeah, that's it. Yesterday we got iced. Our friends James and Becky drove by while we were sitting on the front lawn having some social distance visits with uh, one of my girlfriends came by and all of a sudden they pulled up and I was like, oh, cool. They're coming to say hi. That's nice timing. And then they chucked Smirnoff ice at us. So if anybody knows what getting iced is, it's essentially somebody makes you drink a Smirnoff ice. So you have to take a knee and chug it. So that happened and it it was pretty funny. They drove around to a few of our friends and did that. So it was pretty entertaining. And then we ended up, a bunch of our neighbors came out and we just sat on the front lawn and had a little six feet away social distancing gathering. And it was really enjoyable just to like see friends and be able to be outside and feel a little bit of normalcy. I hope that we get a little bit of our summer where we can actually enjoy it and do things and things are going to start opening up, but it doesn't sound like it. I think I heard something about now this is going to go until September now. I honestly haven't read the article or heard anything firsthand because I'm kind of trying to not think about it. I don't know if that's the best way to be. Ignorance is bliss, you know, but whatever. Anyways, today's episode is a good one. I talked to Kendra. Kendra lived through the floods in 2013, so she lived in High River, and High River in 2013 was completely flooded. Her house was, the whole basement filled up, and I think she said there was about six inches of water on the main floor, so she lost everything. She kind of goes through that whole process and what was going on that day of just finding out that your house is flooding and watching the water fill up and figuring out what to take and what to leave and that whole thing. And then a week or so after all of this, she found out she was pregnant. And then shortly after that, she found out it was twins. (laughs) So not only did she lose her house, she also had this new like, holy crap, we've got a lot of new things coming up. So we talk about that a lot. Uh, Kendra's pretty cool and motivated and has a couple businesses that she's working on. So we talk a lot about that kind of stuff. It's a great conversation. So 
take a listen and definitely check out Kendra on all social medias. She's damn rad designs. I'm going to put um, links and like tag her and everything so you guys can find her and check her out. But yeah, listen to the episode and let me know what you think. Thanks, everybody. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining me on the Tell Me More podcast. So today I have an old friend of mine joining me. It's Kendra Warren. Hi, Kendra. Hey, how's it going? Great. Thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate it. I know you're busy, so thanks for taking time to uh, sit and chat. Well, thanks for having me. This is pretty exciting. It is. Good. Yay. Okay. (laughs) So for all of you guys that don't know Kendra, Kendra is a wife. She's a mother. She's the owner of, um, she's an owner of one company, Damn Rad Designs. She's a part owner of a second company with her friend, Damn Vogue Designs. Uh, So she's a maker, a creator, and an artist. So we haven't seen each other in probably, I don't know, what, 13, 14 years? <laughs> yeah, at least 12. Yeah, it's been a long time. But I have been following your journey on the internet, which is kind of crazy and maybe creepy. But <laughs> No, no. <laughs> I put it all out there, so I only expect it, right? That's the thing. Like, I feel like there's so many people I have on my Facebook and Instagram that I actually, like, don't see in person ever. But I feel yes. like I know them. <laughs> I know. It's true. Yeah, it's funny. It's kind of cool, though. So, like, based on Facebook, I learned a lot about Kendra. So, <laughs> <laughs> let's let's get into it. Because one of the things I really wanted to talk to you about, like, anybody who lives in Calgary or, like, surrounding areas knows that back in 2013, something crazy happened. The whole city and, ex- like, surrounding areas flooded. So, Kendra and her now husband, I think you guys weren't married at the time, though, right? No, no. Yeah, you guys were like majorly affected by this because you actually lived in High River, right? Yeah, yeah, we were on one of the main streets. Okay, so anybody listening who um, doesn't know what that means, High River was the most affected place. Like it was completely engulfed in water for days, right? Like, or how long? Like, what exactly happened? Can you kind of walk us through exactly what the deal was there? Yeah, it's funny. I was like at work one day and my boss... Uh, work downtown, um, one of the owners. So she messaged me like, hey, you should go check out your house. And I'm like, it's called High River. Like, you're panicking. It's fine. Yeah. And then my husband, like, sent me a picture of his truck with, like, water up to the tires. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. And <laughs> then, like, uh, some of the bosses were like, hey, have you have you seen your house? And I was like, no, no, it's fine. And then my husband sent me another picture and the water was like, a heck of a lot higher I was like okay I think I'm gonna go and they were like yeah they're like you absolutely that's totally fine so I was like driving in as best I could because there was a lot of roads that were blocked by then and like everybody was leaving and I'm like what's wrong with me like why am I going here Uh, so as I drove in I had to drive probably our park like a block away then I walked in and my husband was there and we were like in the basement trying to like it seems so silly now. We were like putting things on a on a table in the basement, expecting like this will keep it from getting wet. Right. You didn't expect it to do the whole basement. Yeah, it was. I think we had like six inches on our main floor, so like, the, wow. Like the basement ended up looking like someone just picked it all up and shook it all around and then dropped it in mud. It was just. It was really crazy. But at the time, we were like, oh. Let's make sure the pictures are off the floor. And like, yeah, we tried finding the cats um, and the 
one of them was just hiding. We're so lucky though, because like uh, we got her, and then we went upstairs, and like shortly after that, we heard the windows breaking in the basement from the water. Yeah, it was. So when we were down there, it was so scary. At, at the time, it wasn't scary, but like it was pitch black, and then a car would drive by, and the wave would like let a little light in, and then uh-huh. it would be dark again, and then. The water, like, there's certain things that I'll never forget, like, the water, like, coming through the cracks in the walls in the basement and, like, through the window. So we got the cat at, like, the perfect time because we went up the stairs and my husband's like, why are you just looking at a window? Like, you're gonna die. I'm like, I don't know. I just, it's like a deer in a headlight. I'm just Yeah, I can't look away. Like, it's crazy. He's like, we gotta leave. So we had to leave our cats there but we brought like the cat litter and stuff upstairs and there was a big bag of cat food because we didn't think it was going to be long so okay um just to go back a little bit like i kind of remember but like we, i wasn't super affected by it like it was more just a couple days off work for me because yeah. <laughs> where i lived wasn't flooded my downtown was flooded so my office was closed but yeah and like it, I just like obviously I saw it on the news, but it didn't like make a huge impact where I remember. Like, so was there a lead up? Did they say like, okay, High River is gonna flood? You guys should be aware. Or did this come on like one day? It just flooded. It just happened. Like every year, there's like a bit of runoff and like there's water. That's kind of why I wasn't super panicked because I knew there would be water. It just the amount was right insane. Right. Okay. So it, how long do you think it took for your basement to fill? Like how many hours? Uh, I'm not too sure. Cause we like, once we left the basement, we did what we could to just get out of there. So I don't right. know how long it took to fill. Cause our whole, like we were expecting to just drive away and be right. totally fine. But, um, so we took the dog and then by the time like we got to my truck, the water was like really close to the engine. So my husband's like, just drive, like start it. We'll get as far away as we can. So we got wow. we got in the truck and then we only made it a few blocks to um, the local elementary school, which is right by my dad's house. Okay. So we're like, well, I'm sure like we'll get out, see what my dad's doing. Um, so we parked on somebody's grass like of the road because the water was so deep. Um, like I remember driving towards, uh, my dad's place and then there was like this giant dumpster floating in the road and my husband's like, you're going to hit it. Stop. So I, like when I stopped it, like moved the, the dumpster away and he's like, now you have to go like the engine. So it's just like so many things were happening. It was like, am I going? Am I stopping? Like, you gotta tell me. Oh my so, God. Like we, it was just a lot. Like we ended up parking up. You had a cast on your leg at this time too, right? Yeah, I had a air cast at the time because I had uh, I just had screws put in my foot because I broke <laughs> the uh, it's called a Liz Frank fracture. So like the, I had no arch to my foot at the time. Okay, so you were dry. Which foot was it? Your right or your left? It was my left, thank God. Oh, okay, so that's why you were driving. I get it. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then so we park on the grass and we see my dad. He's like wearing his fishing waders and just like <laughs> having a time talking to neighbors. Like, this is exciting. And oh my God. So we go to my dad's place. Um, and then he had another friend there. So we stayed there for a bit. And then the water started getting higher and higher to the point where like um, this feeling I'll never forget either. Like 
Well, the dog was like, you guys, like, we need to get out of here. And the, all the guys are, like, on their phones, like, hey, guess what? It's floating. And the dog yeah. is, like, panic mode. Like, she's like, you guys are stupid. Like, we need to go. And then, um, oh. so the water, like, came in so high that all of the spiders were, like, on the deck. And, like, they would, like, they were crawling on us because they were just trying to get to high ground. And it was the grossest feeling ever. I was like, we gotta go. <laughs> I was like, I would rather be in the water right now than, like, be, have these spiders try to find high ground on my body. Like, we should just go. So, he's really close to um, the elementary school. It's like, there's only one house between him and the school. So, he, like, filled his waders full of beer. And we <laughs> we walked over to the school and we stayed there. And then so many other people came and everybody went in the building. But we were just like, oh, we're just going to stay outside and have a couple beers. And then... Yeah. It was something like five or probably five or six hours that we like we were stranded at the school essentially, and it was. So was that where they told you guys to evacuate to, or what was? No, the that's re- just like the street that we lived on. Um, like we saw the firefighters across the street getting everybody out of town, but right in front of our house was like too deep, so we couldn't go to the firefighters. So we tried going around to find higher ground which is why we ended up at the school because oh, okay because it, it's right beside the hospital as well so they had the, it, it's like higher than a lot of the areas gotcha so then that time like a lot of people came animals um like we saw people getting airlifted because the hospital the school field uh backs to the hospital so we saw them trying to get people out of the hospital and we were all like oh this is super neat like yeah we are living through some cool times like no <laughs> idea like so ignorant like the jokes i made i'm so appalled at myself <laughs> can you remember any specific not ones? a one i just know <laughs> that they were like i was like stupid things i was like this will be so funny and just- but the thing is like i think like even at the beginning of this whole covid thing i was doing the same thing like i'm like yes. oh we're all gonna be in the streets fighting each other for toilet paper and exactly. blah, blah. like i was like making jokes and you know like who knows that might actually happen you know <laughs> it's true i know and then like two months later we're like it's funny but it's it's not the same yeah. anymore <laughs> totally you like hindsight's always 2020 but i think in the moment like you were probably just kind of like whatever like we get to like hang out drink some yes. beers like this oh, is exciting for sure new. everyone's like we get the day off work like yeah have no idea just like exactly how bad it was gonna be i think it really hit in when like um because we were like taking my dad's canoe and like paddling <laughs> like we thought it was so i'm like here i got a picture of us paddling in the in the road like this will be great so what day, what day of the week did this happen? Do you remember? No idea. In fact, I, I, for whatever reason, like the actual date stuck in my head forever. I think it's like May 20th or something, but it all, or sorry, June, May. I was going to say, I thought it was in June. Yeah. Like it stuck in my head forever. Like, oh, the, the, the anniversary is coming. The anniversary is coming. But for whatever yeah. reason, like this last year, I don't know if I just kind of dissociated because I like, I did a lot of work on it. I know right. I'm just like, I don't even remember what day it was where before the day was so important. And now I think I just kind of let it go. Like, it's not interesting. Like, it's the first year that I've really not. I think we're like, okay, we can, we can forget about it now. <laughs> it's, it's, that means you've kind of dealt with it. I think so. I think so. So, so this happened kind of, you know, you guys think it's all 
fine and fun and exciting. And then that night, where did you sleep? Well, we ended up having to get rescued. Um, so like manure trucks and like all this farming equipment was like coming to save people essentially like all the surrounding uh farmers so like we literally got picked up by like a front loader oh and it like drove us through town to the library where we got picked up by the um by like we had to wait in a manure truck so like they were picking up people from all of these houses and bringing them to this one manure truck. And we had to wait there. And then they drove us through town in the manure truck. And like, once we were like, I was like, again, I was like, cool front loader. But as soon as the front loader moved, I was like, this is crazy. Cause you're just in your own little bubble. And you're like, right. this is, this is where we are. But once you like see the whole town, it like really changed things. Like we like the manure truck, we were by the library. And I like specifically remember seeing like this red car, like, slowly getting deeper and deeper to the point where it kind of like started floating away and it was just like Uh. this is pretty serious like it really started to kick in and um we ended up having to drive uh like right in front of our house and that was just crazy to see like our neighbors were still in their house like on a chair at the front door and i was like what are you doing like (laughs) You guys should have left hours ago. You could have been drinking beer at the school. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on. Oh, my but, God. Okay. So then, like, uh, so when were you able to go back and find out how much damage there really was? Oh, that was, um, I think it was something like two weeks. And by then, I already knew I was pregnant. So, like, they advised me not to go Spoiler back. Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> boop, boop. Yeah, you're right, I guess. So... John had to go the first few times without me because, like, they told me because a lot of it, um, like, sewers had backed up and everything. It was really, like, super hazardous for me to be in right. the area. Okay, so you went and stayed – that first night you stayed at your mom's or something, right? You went to your mom? Yeah. So the truck dropped us off at uh, the fire station. And so uh, we are going to sound like drunks. Okay, so we walked to the liquor store. <laughs> dude you know what i've done the exact same thing what else is there to do let's go have a beer so yeah we didn't have kids at the time it's like a party yeah (laughs) like now what do we do i don't know we got literally nothing to do um and it's cool because one of our friends who had moved to calgary he was at his mom's house like trying to protect his comic book collection that was in her basement he was like uh so we saw him there and he's like what are you guys doing and we're like hey maybe you could drive us to my mom's he's like sure so he just drove us to calgary and we stayed there i think two months we ended up being at her house so we lucked out that we had a place to go totally so like in the in the days right after what was going on were you guys trying to like we need to get back or were you just watching the news and they were saying nobody's going there like what was going on with that there was a lot of like I don't have any clothes to wear. Yeah. So like we would go to the mall being like, we should probably start getting new clothes. Cause who knows how long it's going to be. Cause they didn't give us much wow. at first. Cause they had like sent in the army and everything. Right. So Okay. So at what point did you find out <laughs> you were pregnant? <laughs> that would have been at the mall. I was like, we went in uh, at Chinook at where the dinosaur is. If anybody knows. And I was like, oh, I smell, I smell popcorn. And my husband's like, oh, like kernels upstairs. I was like, no, we need to go get like 
theater popcorn and he's like that's so strange like i was like no we need to so we went and got it and then i was like oh my god i need yogan fruits and he's like are you pregnant and i was like let's not joke about this but we should probably get a test and then like five tests later we're like okay i don't think peeing on more tests is going to change anything Did you take the test in the mall? No, no, at my mom's house. And then I think okay. he like ran out and got another one after like a three pack or something. And then they just, cause it was just so faint at first. And I was like, I don't know, we should probably try again. So um, how long were you guys together for before this all happened? Uh, we got together August the year before. So I think that's like seven months or so. I'm not too sure. I think well, it's almost a year, I guess, if it was June, right? Yeah, so maybe. So it All was right, a surprise. So, so fairly newish relationship. Your house yes. is completely flooded. And you told me he had put all his stuff in the basement. So all of his belongings are now gone. Yeah, yeah like the weekend before the flood, he moved in to my house. And like he had renter's insurance at his place. <laughs> we did not have renter's insurance <gasps> at my place. So like it was just one of those things where it was like, oh, that was pretty poor timing, but at the end of the day. No so he you guys were renting there. So what ended up happening with all of that? Like did you pretty much just lose everything then? Yeah, like we were like it sounds so weird to say that we were lucky we were renting because I know a lot of people who had issues with the mortgage and hot water heaters and all this other stuff that we didn't really have to deal with thankfully yeah so it was kind of a blessing in disguise that like meanwhile my landlord was great like when we ended up having to throw everything away like he came and helped um and he lived way up north so it was nice of him to come down and help us out mind you he probably just wanted to see what his house looked like (laughs) i bet for sure he was probably like what the hell happened he's like sure i'll help you Meanwhile, he's like, I'm going to check out my own stuff. Oh, 100%. I would have done the same. So do you know what happened to the house? Like, was it salvageable or like, did they fix it up eventually? Yeah, like, um, I think all the houses ran into ours, like their sewer. So there was a major uh, backup there. So uh, like they got it all fixed now because I know people who live in in those condos. Um, But like, I think he lost his back on it. Oh, my God. What a nightmare. Terrible times. Mm -hmm. Okay, so back to the happy stuff. So you find out you're pregnant. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you're kind of like, oh, okay, cool. We have no house. We're now all of a sudden we're pregnant. Yes. What was going on here with them? Well, we, we thought like, oh, we're going to rebuild. So we decided to like get a trailer. And then we're like, we'll just live in the trailer. And then we'll get a new place once everything's fixed. And then we found out that we were pregnant. And so we're like, well, this isn't going to work. So we tried to cancel the trailer uh and then we started looking at houses right away and then we had our first ultrasound and i remember seeing like the two circles and i was like oh that's neat i'm like is that <laughs> does that mean that there's two of them in there and she was like uh to be honest you're so early i wouldn't get your hopes up like chances are at this state you could absolutely lose one of them and i was like but does that mean twins <laughs> she's like yeah it's essentially twins and i just looked at my husband and his face just like dropped his whole head it was just like oh fuck <laughs> like what else <laughs> yeah i was like any anything else anybody you want to just add something in on that yeah throw another challenge our way we can handle we it we got this i know we joke now that we're like we literally went through some crazy stuff that it would have to be some super crazy things to uh take us apart at this point like 
100 i was just thinking that i'm like most people can't handle you know like a couple bad moods and some pms yeah when they're fighting and divorcing like yeah you guys- like, well, quarantine is crazy it's like it's actually like i it sounds so weird but like it's almost like the the flood and everything i like i probably don't see this covid um it's probably not affecting me as bad as other people just because i'm like you know it's hard but like so many more worse things could happen so like it's not great uh but like at the end of the day i i'm so aware that through difficult times like six months from now could be a whole different story so we just kind of have to get through it yeah you're totally right like at least we all still like you know the health the healthy ones we all have our health we have our families we yeah. just get to spend a shit ton of family time like, it's, <laughs> it's really true. not that bad all right it's like so, the people who wanted i was gonna say all the people who are like i wish i had more family time yeah now that I'm, exactly. oh, man. Like, I'm, all those people who are like and i kind of fall into this you know i'm so busy i don't have time for this and i don't have time yes. for that it's like well <laughs> yeah that remodel we put off guess what there's time karsten went to home depot today because he was working and none of the wholesales were open that he had to go to and he so he's like oh he had to go get some fittings or something he went to home depot and he said there was a lineup out the door of like 20 people that's crazy oh they're probably only letting a few in at a time they are for sure but i'm thinking everybody is doing like remodeling and stuff yeah they must be doing their projects there's probably like no paint it's yeah everybody's like i'll paint the house that's exactly right i'll paint do like the easy projects for sure that's what i actually did in the flood so when, cause I like, we live in Cranston, so we weren't yeah. really affected at all, but I downtown was flooded, so I couldn't go to work. So I think I probably had like five days off or something. I remember it might've gone over a weekend or something and I was just bored cause I didn't have kids. And yeah. back then I used to get bored sometimes. Yeah. What I wouldn't give to be bored. But I like, I remember going to the store and, or like Home Depot and I s- decided to stain our deck. Like I've never stained a thing in my life. <laughs> now's the time yeah that's but that's what we did with the floods because like we like i said it didn't really affect us so we i remember my um our neighbor's parents got evacuated so we had them over because they were staying at her house and then we had this big party we we're all drinking like it was just like a flood <laughs> floods. Totally. and then everyone's like they better make stampede happen yeah, yeah i remember that did you hear that stampede got canceled i they just did today yeah. i heard that and i'm like what about not- concerts what i know i was expecting it yeah i think it's just and i think it's probably yeah it's a good thing that they do that i think yeah otherwise it'd be like just like let's just funnel all these people to one place yeah yeah that's exactly right and who knows what i don't know it's so hard to say when things will be good but by july i don't know it's hard i doubt it <laughs> yeah okay no, anyways i, I want to so. get back to this twin story because it turns out you were yes. pregnant with twins and you didn't lose one of them <laughs> yes all the way two of them all the way <laughs> So tell me about life with twins. <laughs> uh, it uh, So there's so many ups and downs. Like, there's so many positives, too. Like, it's crazy. Uh, but, like, they get to an age where they're not trying to, like, kill themselves. And then they all of a sudden have, like, a built-in best friend. So, right. like, I know a lot of friends who had the same age kids who were like, oh, I have to play Hot Wheels again all day. And I was like, mine play together. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. I, I honestly, that's why we had McKenna is because <laughs> and we're like, oh, I don't want to play with you anymore. Yeah, you need someone else to play with. 
seriously, I guess we should start having another kid. That was, you know, earlier, I think before we hit record, we were kind of talking about how we were yelling at our kids. Yes. Like, Today in the backyard, Colton didn't want to play with McKenna. And I was like out there screaming at him. Like, <laughs> like we had her to play with you. You have to play with her. Because she was like crying. I want to play with Colton. Oh, that's so terrible. Like, it's just, <laughs> this is the whole point. Like, literally. Like, play with your sibling. That is the point of having them. Yeah. Like, obviously, we love Kenna. I'm so happy yes, I have her. Yeah. Like, <laughs> wanted a playmate for Colton. And so having twins is, like, a cool built-in That thing. was definitely a perk. And, like, not having to be pregnant twice. Like, I'll be honest. Like, some people love being pregnant. But I was like, I would never do this again. Like, for real. Do you think maybe it was just harder because it was twins? or? Oh, that's a good just- question. And maybe, like, if I had another side or maybe it would have been easier yeah it was just like a lot yeah it's like i'm the size of a house people are like oh are you almost due i'm like i'm 20 weeks lady like leave me alone <laughs> like come on you guys were displaced from your home realize yeah. that you're pregnant with twins what was kind of going on in your head did you have any of those moments of like oh my god what the hell have we gotten ourselves into like this oh 100 especially since we were like we were sleeping on a couch at my mom's house. Like, so it wasn't really like we had like a room or anything, which like, we were so grateful for the fact that we had a place to be, but it was just hard to like be on somebody's couch for a couple months. Like it was tricky. And then not only that, but we're like, okay, well we're going to end up having to buy like new everything. Like, new not only do we need a bed for us now we not only do we need a crib now we need like two cribs and like we don't need just a stroller we need like a stroller for two kids and like two bouncers and two high chairs and it's like it was we had to like uh use a line of credit and we're still paying that off like it's been six years but like because we had to get everything essentially and then double all the baby stuff that's right I was just thinking about that like you know having just one is enough you know like I remember when we had Colton because I wanted new everything right so we got yeah really well in my opinion an expensive crib and expensive this and only the best for my baby (laughs) but like when you have with McKenna we definitely didn't do that I'm like hand me down hand me down totally it's like the crib you had got passed on to someone else and then you got it back sort of like yeah (laughs) She has all like brown and like green stuff in her room. I'm like, buy two of everything that would be just oh. such a added expense and then you were like you're trying to start off and get your lives back together on top of that. Yeah. Yeah, and even like to, to this day we're like you don't get like it's not like you can have your brother's bike. It's like we got to get two bikes or like That's so true. Yeah, I'm like please don't like hockey. Please don't like hockey. <laughs> I love that you say that. I think about that all the time. Oh, like, God. Like, not only the expenses, but the time commitment as a yes. hockey parent. I don't want to spend my whole like weekend in a arena. I don't. I know. And then if you got to go away somewhere, like it's just. No. And but like, again, looking at the perks of it all, like if they did decide to, at least they would be like most likely on the same team. Like we know people who have different age kids so they're in, on different teams so like the parents don't even see each other on the weekends because they're each taking a kid to a different hockey arena that's a good point that's a really so good I, point actually. Yeah. if they do like it, at least we're unless one of them really sucks and then he, he just doesn't make the good team and then we're like you just don't get a play i'm sorry yeah 
do you um find like their personalities are obviously different mm-hmm. do you find like one of them's more whiny one of them's like sweeter like tell me a little bit about uh, their personalities I find it so funny it's funny because like uh we said it when they were just babies and it's so true now like Riker's a ladies man through and through like all the moms love him and the girl, he's like sees our neighbor and he's like hi Lisa and she's like Riker like it's so funny and then Daxon's just like a guy's guy so he's like let's go break stuff with monster trucks and it's <laughs> it's like a ladies man and a man's man for sure they're so different I love but they I they love it. they switch though like the whole whiny thing just they, that switches for sure. That's actually my kids. One of them's always whining. Yeah, it's not usually both at the same time, so that's good. <laughs> yeah, we always joke about that. We're like, we have a fifty percent chance. Like it's it's kind of <laughs> everyone's like, oh, they're so kind today, and I'm like, well, like that's the odds. Don't talk to the other one. Like. <laughs> so true it is it's funny <laughs> oh my god little kids i seriously could talk to you about having little kids for days because like oh. it's just exhausting those freaking I know. Children, but <laughs> dude, they do the funniest things like they're the best at other moments it's true it's like every day you're like ah and then you're like oh yeah i know like um back when they were babies you used to post pictures of them like holding hands with each other in their cribs yes and like yes. I think about that all the time like anybody i know who has twins i'm like do your babies hold hands because i know this girl <laughs> who has twins Her babies hold hands. i know that was to die for that's like one of the best things ever it's like i always feel like this outsider looking in on this incredibly special relationship like to, yeah. to know that I will never, like, I love my husband, don't get me wrong, but, like, I could never feel for someone what they feel for each other. Like, right. it's imp- like, like, yeah. Are, are they identical? You got them tested and they weren't, right? No, they are identical. Oh, they are. I thought that they weren't and you were like, no, they are. Like, I thought, oh, okay. I think yeah. I might have read that post wrong or something. <laughs> yeah, because they were, um, how does this work? They were die-die twins, which means they had different placentas different sacs but i guess um up to one third of same sex uh twins are wrongly labeled because they have different sacs and different placentas oh yeah science (laughs) so some twins have the same sac and same placenta yes interesting or like yeah there's like a whole yeah Hmm. i wouldn't know if i didn't have them because i was like so how does this work (laughs) <laughs> what is, like are they identical or yeah. Yeah. tell me the sick of talking about it like i'm sure people ask you like all these questions all the time are you like god no yes whatever like leave me alone i just try to come up with like the best answers so that they either like stop talking to me or they laugh about it like one of my favorites yeah. is like when people are like oh are they twins and i'm like no they're triplets but we leave the ugly one at home <laughs> And then some people are, like, disgusted. And some people are like, is it, do you have triplets? And then some people are like, that is amazing. And then a lot of old men are like, they all, like, all the old men, like, always go to my husband. You must be the triplet. (laughs) It's like, yeah, there's definitely, we try to have fun with it because, like, it's one of those things that, like, if we choose to be annoyed by it, like, what kind of life are we going to live? That's so true. Because it's, like, one of those things. Like, people are... It's, like, when you're tall. Like, I went to Sobeys yes. the other day, and there was a really tall guy. And this um, guy who worked at Sobeys is like, how's the weather up there? And you could totally. see the, the guy. 
he got visibly annoyed. And I'm just like, how many times in his life has he heard somebody say that to him? Exactly. <laughs> That's just it. Like you gotta, yeah, I could I that would be so annoying. So we just, we just try to like totally take it in a stride. Some people, it's so cute that they're excited and like people I just, love it. It's so, I just love their relationship because like even just watching my kids, how much they love each other and they're yes. two years apart. Like, just watching that bond is like the most beautiful coolest thing i've ever seen like it just makes my heart sing it is and then just like to see it in twins where they like were in the womb at the same time i don't know i just think it's so beautiful and awesome no it's neat too because like i have some like my dad's cousins are identical twins too and like sometimes i post things um and i just like it'll be the two of them like cuddling so tight and i'm sure most men are like oh what are six-year-olds cuddling for um but he like as an identical twin he's totally like loves it he's like i totally get that like there that is awesome i love that Oh, that's so cool. I love it. Alrighty. So I also, I wanted to talk to you about your, um, your business a little bit. Mm-hmm. So you have like a woodworking kind of company or business. So can you tell me a little bit about that? So Damn Rad Designs started about two years ago. Uh, I literally just kind of needed a creative outlet. So I just started like making art, etc. And then people were like, like it's, it's crazy because you like make a sign and people are like, oh, you can make me an armoire, right? And you're like, what? Like, they're not even the same, but I'll try. Like, we'll give it a go. And then it just went from there. It was crazy. Right. So it's so essentially what you do is you, you work with wood and you make like gifts for people or yeah. pretty much anything with wood. Yeah, like um, I've made a lot of signs, um, art tables, like trays, stove toppers. It's a lot of stuff. So you you said you got into it kind of as a creative outlet and like, you know, just something to do. So what was kind of the reason for that? Was that just like, I don't want to only be a mom, I need a hobby? Oh, for sure. Like I was like, didn't realize how much I had lost like Kendra. Like I was, who is Kendra to husband? Who is Kendra to child? Who is Kendra to all these other people? And then I really just kind of had to start focusing on myself. Like if I couldn't fill my own cup, I can't make everybody happy sort of thing. Um, Yeah, man. I agree with that so much in so many ways. It's so important. And I like, I I almost wish I'd have done it way sooner because it is... Uh, like being a maker is a hundred percent my identity. Like being a maker mom, like almost anyone who makes things and is a mom, I'm like, we are best friends. I was like, <laughs> I totally understand you. This is amazing. This it's totally. So what do you, what do you consider a maker? Like somebody who works with their hands or could it be any kind of artist or like, what do you, what is the maker? Oh, that's, that's a good question. So like I, for me personally, like it took me forever uh, to really take the word artist. I don't know why, but the word artist to me, I'm just like, it's got this barbed wire fence around. I'm like, I'm not an artist. But now I'm like, okay, I am an artist. But I think being a maker is just um, like using your hands to build things. So I think people who do cross stitch are makers or sewers are makers. Like people who choose to create things, I think they're makers. So what about like an author? Would that be a maker? Yes, I think so. Because you're making a world or making concept right. so or I idea. Would say, 
like any kind of artist then right so yeah like I know what you mean about like that shame and calling yourself an artist yeah. but like well, I can't say I'm an artist because then I need to be really good and, yes like, I need to be able to show people what I've done and it needs to be perfect yeah like isn't there that whole fear of like starting something because you're worried that it's not going to be perfect like do you feel that a hundred percent yeah like, like even I did that with this podcast I mean like I joked about starting a podcast for months and I was like I'm doing it I'm doing it I'm doing it and then I was like oh my god who the hell is gonna listen to me and like even now like I was talking to somebody today he's like you should talk about your podcast more often I was like no because that means I need that means I'm like I think it's good and I'm proud of it I totally get that it's true though you have to put yourself out there. like there's this sense of um vulnerability like yes. putting yourself out out there is terrifying and at the end of the day you almost have to to if with the right community I think putting yourself out there is incredible because you um like a lot of people will be like oh that's great you do a podcast I do a podcast too but if you didn't tell them then they wouldn't know and then you can like form this community of people that you never would have even known about I absolutely agree with you like so what kind of I think like just for the listeners, so you read a book called The Artist's Way, right? That's kind of what started you in this maybe? Yeah, I had um, a group of friends. Well, I had one friend uh, in the group who said, hey, we're looking to do like this sort of book club. It's called The Artist's Way. And uh, normally you do the book in groups and you work through chapters by the week but we all like three of us had kids and there was just it just made sense to do it by the month. So I didn't know this fine group of women when I started, but we just got together. We would do a chapter. There's all sorts of homework you can do uh, and really just kind of get to the root of where like the critic in your head is. Cause there's that voice that says you're not good enough. You know, right. you're like, you're going to be terrible at this. Nobody thinks you're good at doing a podcast or what have you. Yeah. And just kind of finding the root of that. And like, you would write about um, like, a moment from your childhood when someone was like hypercritical of you or that mo- they call it the monster hall of fame right i read about that, that the monster hall of- yeah it's like yeah like all the people who would like shame you essentially yeah because i think a lot of us we have that one voice in our head or maybe multiple you know like from yeah. even elementary school where somebody yeah. said something like oh like that your drawing looks like crap or whatever so now in your head you're like well i'm a shitty drawer like, yeah and you or, never draw again it's a shame totally or like i always got like you're so loud you talk too much stop it like honestly all the time i would get kicked out of class all the time for talking like i was always in trouble for talking so i was like that was one of my insecurities it's like shut up you talk way too much nobody needs to hear your opinion like just shut the hell up I'm literally just having that um epiphany right now like- oh, really well it's funny because meanwhile right now like what you're doing and what you're enjoying in life is sitting and talking so it's almost like yeah. this that that's why this book would have been like beneficial for you like just working through all of these things that you didn't even know existed honestly because you had mentioned the book and then there's this podcast that I listened to called self-helpless mm-hmm. and they um they kind of review self-help books and I saw that they had reviewed this one like two and a half years ago and I was like whatever I don't really care I'm not an artist I'm not going to listen to that episode. And then because you mentioned it just today, I listened to the episode when I went on my walk after I put the kids to bed. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, like I need to get this book. really interesting stuff even if like I don't really consider myself an artist but what it talks about just um getting yourself out of your routine and just creating things and like the morning yes. pages thing did you do that 100%. The, like, you, like, 
Do you still do that? Uh, to a degree. It's a little different because now I, um, like, I've done this in three different phases, essentially. Like, I used to journal uh, through therapy, and then I journaled through the artist way, and now I journal through uh, Rachel Hollis. She has, like, right. a system for setting your day up with gratitude and intentions. And so like, it's just different these days, but it's still like writing down your thoughts essentially. So is that, do you make time to do that in the morning, even with the kids? Yeah. I like, I have to wake up early, especially now during quarantine, et cetera. Like, like I don't have any time to myself. So like, if I don't wake up early, then I don't get to be alone. <laughs> right. That's uh- that's honestly the thing I've been missing the most is alone time. It's somebody always needs something from me. I am yes. pulled in a million different directions. I used to at least have my commute to like kind of decompress. And now I don't even have that. I'm like, Oh, I, I totally like, I, I don't want to say the word shame, but my husband, he's like, Oh, it was a hard day. I'm like, you at least got to drive in silence. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, that is amazing. If you don't have like just that, like it's, you don't realize how awesome that time by yourself is yeah I started um every single night after I put the kids to bed I go for a walk I'll put on a podcast and I just go for a walk because I'm kind of addicted to getting my 10,000 steps a day right now yes. so it's just not my excuse to get out but really it's like a, a double whammy like, it's it self-care it's self-care essentially it is it absolutely is self-care and I think I really need it because I'm like I'm losing my mind on my kids every day and oh, I if I didn't have that time for myself I don't know what I would do like I don't know what I did before I recognized self-care like Rachel Hollis says it so well like if you're just this vase standing tall and then water's pouring into you and then you try to tip over to like fill your kids and fill your husband and fill your friends like eventually you're just gonna fall over but if you just stand tall and let the water fill you eventually it's gonna overflow to everyone anyway and right it's serious at the time I was like this is a stupid way of saying it Um, but now that I understand it I'm like it's so true like I don't think I've been such a good mom or wife or friend um like when I'm not full like if I'm not content if I'm not doing self-care if I'm not taking the opportunities or like literally scheduling I will spend five hours woodworking this week then I'm just like not as happy and that trickles everywhere so like going for a walk listen to podcasts you have to do that yeah I think I absolutely agree with you I like I really am in that's one of the main reasons I wanted to actually bring you on here actually is because I see everything that you post on Instagram and Facebook just about all this self-care and what you're doing and I think it's just so awesome and I think more of us really need to actually do it because I use that excuse I'm so busy I don't have time I don't have time but it's like if I don't have time to take care of myself I'm gonna do a shit job taking care of my kids and I everywhere yeah right but then it's so funny because you're like oh if I don't take care of them first then I'm a shitty mom but like on an airplane they literally tell you to put your oxygen mask on first because if you can't breathe you can't take care of anyone like yeah it's it's a fact like the logical part of my brain knows this, right? But I'm still like wearing myself thin and like barely holding my head above water. I'm like, the kids need, I know, you know, lunch prepped. And- <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah. It's so crazy because it's like you feel guilty and you will for like ever. Like, I still feel yeah. guilty. Like, I was working on projects outside. They were like, push me on the swing. And I was like, oh, I got to get this project done. And part of me is like, no, it's important that I do do my projects. Like, it is important. Yeah. Like, I will push them on the swing if they have to wait 10 minutes. Like, in the long scheme, it, it doesn't matter. Like, I have to finish sanding or I it's just going to sit there and I'll never get to it. It's just. Yeah, and I totally agree. And I think we also need to teach our kids that they're not the center of yes. the universe. 
because I find like with Colton, he, I, and I tell him this sometimes, and I don't know if this makes me a bad mom, but like, you know, when I'm like, well, it probably does actually. <laughs> so when I'm like, annoyed at him, I'm like, the world does not revolve around you. Like there's other people in this family. Can you wait a minute? Because he's always like, mom, 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 mom. Oh, that doesn't make you bad at all. That makes you normal. That makes you a mom. But it's just, but I think it's good. Like if I'm always stopping what I'm doing to go help him and like stopping what I'm doing, like and letting him interrupt me when I'm talking to Karsten or whatever, yes. like he's going to think that that's an okay way to behave. And it's absolutely not. Legit, like the, the, the two boys like talk over each other. And like, I never really noticed it that much, like to the point where like, I, I can literally hear what both of them need at the same time while they speak. And their teacher's like, how do you understand them? I was like, I, it's just been so long. She's like, they, they shouldn't be doing that. She's like, you sh- they should take turns. I'm like, I, I didn't mean to teach them this. I've just acquired it. I don't think they're always... Well, like, especially with twins, it's all about survival, right? So you're yes. at the beginning, you're like, whatever works to get us through the day. And then yes. it probably just morphed into that. That was 100%. just how they started them right and you were like well i understand them they are happy we're like it was just part of your family dynamic that's just it is what it is absolutely i know and like even some of the words that they say people are like what are they saying like as a mom you always know and like now they're in like speech pathology and i was just like am i bad that i didn't like recognize that because i knew what they were saying just because other people didn't know it doesn't like even phase that me is, that is interesting and they never went to daycare or anything before kindergarten hey they did like uh monkey business classes or we did a lot of outdoor like um nature classes and stuff okay i was just wondering i'm like because if you're around them all the time like just you then you wouldn't notice no i don't like, yeah it's like when you start to get fat you know like when you start getting weight, <laughs> you don't notice it in yourself yes. until like, you're like somebody hasn't seen you in a while it's like oh oh, that's true. <laughs> oh someone's a freshman again it's the freshman yeah. <laughs> Like, wait a minute. So what exactly are you with your business? Are you looking to sell these pieces of work or like, what exactly are you, what is the end goal? What's next? Like, um, I'm what we're doing right now works really well for me. I'm trying not to take on too many projects. Like I get a lot of people asking and, um, I like, there's no way I could fulfill everything because there's just no way. And especially with like, um, for me right now, my biggest thing I'm working on is selling things for what they're worth, not what people expect to pay for them, I guess. Oh, okay. Like I've had the last three quotes I've given, like people just stop responding after you give them a quote. But like, right. it's literally like, if you take my time, even if you yeah. are, if even if I charge minimum wage for the hours it takes me to make things, People are like, that's absurd. And I'm like, I'm literally charging $15 an hour. Oh, yeah. Like, it's crazy what people expect. Like, Karsten used to, back when he was first starting out with his own company, he used to put ads on Kijiji. Like, just, and the, what people think they should play, pay for plumbing work is just absurd. And it's yes. like, I'm spending all this time to drive to your house, use my knowledge, put all this work in, like, these tools, these parts. Like, I know how to do yeah. it. Like, people exactly. are very- I try to, but like it's funny because I'm also a very cheap person. So like, am I. Both, right? Like I'm like, well, I can go to Walmart and get a picture frame for twenty bucks. Like, why would I spend a hundred on something you made? You know, exactly. I'm like, I hate to say it, but that's literally what I tell a lot of my clients. Like. I'm like, you'd be better yeah. off getting it on Amazon. Yeah. Like, which, which is crazy because, but then, then we go back to the whole, like, we should support local. Yeah. Right. And, and that's what we all are trying to do these days. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's 
better made quality stuff. You get something on Amazon or at Walmart or whatever, your your desk is gonna fall apart. Yeah, you know. Yes, like, not high quality stuff. It's like literally one of the quotes that I gave. They like sent a picture of something from IKEA, and they were like, "Whoa, why is it three times more than IKEA?" I was like, "Well, it's not particle board, first of all." Yeah. Like yeah, exactly. I don't know what to tell you. Like it's like the it's wood. It's gonna cost money, and it takes like IKEA. You do the assembly if you want. I'll send you the pieces, and you can put it together yourself, and I'll charge you. That's fine. And that's the thing is like your your time is definitely worth something. We talk about that all the time. Like our you know what what are you willing to pay somebody for that you could do yourself? So like yeah. cleaning your house, for example, we pay somebody to do it because I'm like. I only have so many hours in my day. Exactly. Like, I don't want to spend it cleaning a house. Like I would rather I get more value out of spending my time with my kids or yes. working on something else. Exactly. You know, like you just have to decide because time, like your time is valuable for sure. So the time that you're putting into building these projects, like you should get paid back for yeah. when you're selling. And that's just why like one of my good friends always like yells at me and I'm like, hey, can you help me with this project? She's like, well, what did you quote? And I'll tell her, she's like, no, message them back and tell them it's going to be $50 more than that. I'm like, what do you mean? They're going to say no and they're not going to want it. She's like, are you kidding? Like, you can't lose money to make things. I was like, but I like making. She's like, don't be dumb. Yeah, well, that's a good point too. Like, just because you like make it, that's a hobby. It depends on yeah. whether you want to make it a hobby or a business, I guess. Oh, exactly. Right? So what do you do with your second company, the Damn Vogue? What is that? So that... um we my friend and i think we're hilarious we always tell wood jokes okay <laughs> um so we just thought we're like we should put our jokes on t-shirts and then that's like we, it just literally started from there and then when we realized that like we had to buy everything up front we're like okay well we can't have too many at one time we gotta start small and then none of the jokes ended up making it <laughs> it's like it's funny how it works. What do you mean they didn't make it? Well, like, we will get there eventually, but, like, in order to get our stock up, like, the I put all these oh, things out there, like, what everyone was interested in, and, like, our highest interest was, like, the maker mom group, and then, like, uh, this other one that's, like, cut, measure, swear, repeat, like, the... Right. It's not really a joke, but we had all these funny things about nailing carpenters and just like, yeah, <laughs> none of those picked up. So we we're like, well, we, we started the t-shirt company anyway. And uh, like, it's sweet. We have t-shirts in like three different countries. So oh, it's pretty cool. exciting. Yeah. I was like, that's, well, that's great. That's awesome. Well, Kendra, I had a great time talking to you. I think we should wrap up, but I think uh, let everybody know where they can find you. Cause I'm sure some people might want to check you out with the old uh, wood design stuff. Maybe you can get some new customers. Oh, that'd be awesome. As long as they don't expect Ikea. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> you guys, if you want a discount, call Kendra. <laughs> I charge nothing for my stuff. Exactly. Oh man, this is like the worst. Everyone's going to be like, this chick awful no um <laughs> no way okay. you just know your worth man it's important it anyways important. where can they find you <laughs> uh so at d a m underscore r a d underscore design so that's dad and mom Riker and daxton designs that's instagram okay and then uh just d-a-m-r-a-d designs on facebook and then dam vogue is almost the same it's just d-a-m underscore v-o-g-e designs. perfect i'll uh, i'll put links in the bios to everything there oh that's so awesome you guys can all go check her out and uh yeah thank you so much kendra yeah i appreciate it thanks for having me so fun thanks <laughs> take care
Thanks again for listening, everybody. If you get any value or if you enjoyed what you heard on today's episode, please go to Apple Podcasts and rate and review. Subscribe everywhere that you are listening to the podcast. Any kind of comment that you have or question, just send me a message or an email or a DM or I don't know, comment on the post. I want to hear what you guys have to say about all this stuff. So let's chat. Um, I hope you guys are surviving and I'll see you on the next one.